First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos, dobre den, and welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast of 2023. The pot of the everyman. The Two Beers Podcast, Jordan and Drew, slinging it on the reel. We are what's going on in the podcast world or something that Drew tried to make up. Drew, how you doing this week? We, uh, uh, we are what's happening. We are we what's are going what's on happening. in professional podcasting. I think that's what it was. God bless it. All right, we'll, 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 we'll perfect that here. It's all right. Doing good, man. Doing good. Happy New Year. Yes, sir. Happy New Year. Uh, did you guys stay up and watch the ball drop? Um, it was a little bit of a mixture of babysitting uh, uh, little Georgie Bear because fireworks are apparently a thing on uh, on New Year's Day. Oh, so Western PA is uh, firework culture is spreading to Southern New Jersey. People, that's that's pe- good. Just, people just just get a life like like. What what is so awesome about just watching like Listen, ship blow up in the sky? Like, I am I am in the extreme minority in southwestern PA. I do not care one lick if I ever see another firework in my entire I life. I just I don't I don't get it. I've never been a firework guy. Even like I used to like them when I was younger. I used it was, you know, and I'll say the really loud ones, where you could feel it in your chest, still kind of like oh that was different and neat, but like. I just, and I don't hate them. I'm like whatever, like it's fine. My kids like them. My wife likes them, but like, I don't care. Like, yeah, just it's put just... on like an episode of Blues Clues with your kids, and just just <laughs> and just watch just watch the ball fucking drop. Like we don't we don't need fireworks, all right? Like just just get a life, everybody. Uh, yeah. see so yeah, a little bit of that, a little bit of the. Uh, I've started to I've I've started to watch uh, the country music stuff they do live from Nashville. I was never, yeah. like, a big, like, Dick Clark's New Year's Eve guy with, like, Seacrest and, like, New York. Probably because, like, you know, I see New York all the time. I do, like, the Nashville thing where they go to, like, bar-to-bar uh, bar with some of the artists. That's pretty cool. Uh, and then see, I, was, I, ne- like, I never clicked on it because they're an hour behind, and I'm like, ah. Eh, well, yeah, but they still do. I mean, they still do the regular, like. They still do the East Coast? They, one. like, when, when, when it drops, when it's midnight on the East Coast, they, they like, switch over to Times Square. Oh. And then they do, and then when it's midnight in Nashville, they do like their like live ball drop. But like it's like just three hours of like all like Rhett, Luke Bryan, um, Aldine. Seems way more there. enjoyable. Like all the big guys were, were were there like doing doing songs and stuff in their bar, so it was pretty cool. Uh, and then I was uh, I started Wednesday actually, like oh, on, man. on New Year's Eve. So I was uh, I was binging a little bit of that in between. Uh, in between some of the commercial breaks. All right, I'm gonna have to start that. I haven't started it yet, but uh, interesting, interesting take on the ad. It wasn't what I expected so far. I'm not, I'm only halfway through, but uh, okay, it's definitely focused on the girl more than like the Adams family, which I didn't. Expect. Guess that's why it's well, that's why it's called Wednesday, right? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I figured it would be focused on her and the family would be the main characters, but like you've only seen the family in like five minutes of the first episode. Gotcha. So, uh, but again, maybe that changes as we as we go on here in season one, or the other, as I, you know, if they do multiple seasons. But so far, so good. Right, it's it's living up. To, it's it's living up to the hype that it got. All right. Well, you know what? That's great. 
because we're recording on Wednesday. Without further ado, why don't we crack our first beer? You ready? Assume positions for the world-famous two-brew salute. And a three. And a two. And a... Uh, I'm starting out slow here. I'm starting out with the Miller Lite. What do you got? Oh, that is sweet. Uh, I am drinking a Magnify Brewing. It's on fire. IPA. It's on, is that uh is that the uh It's like the NBA jam thing. Yeah, the NBA jam thing. He's on yeah. fire. You see our you see uh at crafts at is it what is it? At New Jersey Craft Brews or at Craft Brews New Jersey? What is no. what is Squeak's handle? Craft Brews and Views. At Craft Brews and Views. Uh big, Hold on, I'll big, I'll get the exact handle. So he's Hold a on. big big sharer of uh of magnified brewing company so they have some good stuff i'm not i'm not ballsy enough to try like the orange crush and like that stuff because i don't really understand the concept of how you give a beer that tastes art like art i guess it's just like citrusy like oh tory would probably like that he's a fruity our, he's a fruity guy our buddy mike tully uh craft underscore brews underscore and underscore views on on instagram guy has great photography with with his beer um, but the he her- he drinks a lot of Magnify. The herdsman. <laughs> um, all right. Well, look. Let's get into our topic number one. We're doing our. Uh, we're gonna do beer one in reverse here. So, first order of business. We wanted to start out with uh, Monday Night Football. Demar Hamlin goes down. I mean, you know, not gonna recap the whole thing. We've all seen it. Uh, we're you know, a- as of this hour. You know, he's had improved, uh, and, you know, they were pronating him and, and kind of still sedated on on oxygen um, as of this hour. So, you know, we, uh, we're we the same as everyone else, sending our, our prayers his way, like basically just begging God just to not have him die on the field. Thankfully, that prayer was answered. Um and you know, ho- hopefully our guy here makes it makes it out and, and makes a full recovery. Um, really, I don't, that's that's really where the extent of the thought at this point. A lot of people have a lot of thoughts on it, um, and people are kind of extrapolating a lot of a lot of thoughts like, as 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 time passes. Yeah, let's just which which is it's human nature to do, and I, I'm 100 percent guilty of it myself. But like. Really, like he's still in a coma. Like we have no idea where this is going or what what could happen next. Yeah, like, let's let's just put all of our energy in, in prayer for the guy uh, and hoping that that he's able to to recover. And yet again, I I didn't I wasn't even watching the game, so uh, I, I I was getting all of it second second hand. So, um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's a uh, scary. Yeah, yeah, it really is. So. Um, One of those random things. If you if you get bumped in the heart at the exact right moment, I mean that could happen to anybody. And you know, doing any like base happens in baseball, hockey, football. We've seen it. I mean, if you're playing with your kids outside, who knows? I mean, any kind of random randomness. So it's just life is weird, man. It's weird. It's short. Yeah, you yeah. just. I, I, it's weird. I don't do like New Year's resolutions or anything, but like coming into the year, like the first few days of the year, I was just thinking like, man, like time is short. Like I just got to like, 
you really only have your time and then like this happens and i was like ah oh, geez like yeah it puts it in perspective yeah so um, yeah man yeah it's uh you know i, I you know I, I will say you know sometimes people yeah you know, as awful as the world seems sometimes it was good to see that his uh he, you see, he had a toy. He was running a toy drive with a goal of like twenty five hundred dollars, and now it's up to like five million dollars of donations. So yeah, that's yeah, at least it, it, it's good to see. Sometimes people can uh, you know not just be pointing fingers and you know being awful on on Twitter and actually putting you know putting some yeah good point uh, power to good use. So good good point. Um, and I mean, there's plenty of blame to go around here, but like unlike. Unlike normally, like you said, with Twitter, like, uh, us included, a lot of people will jump to conclusions, but, like, and there are tons of people doing that, but, like, let's just, at this point, rather than us join the cacophony of people slamming the NFL, which they'll, everybody who deserves blame will get blame when it comes out. Like, let's let's just, like you, like you said before, let's just focus our energy on... Yeah, the only the only the only take that really bothered me on what we were seeing, I don't even know who it was. I think it's a former NFL player, somebody that was bringing up T. Higgins being responsible because the helmet, like he was trying to that. He was trying to make the point that did you see that? Did you see this was on like one of the Stephen A. Smith shows? No, he was trying to make the point. It was supposed to be the point that the refs should start enforcing the offensive um, crown of the helmet like leading with that because they don't even though they they put that rule in place like five years ago like they never call it it was more he was more trying to get that point across but he didn't do a good job of it it made it he made it seem more like he was put it was specifically putting blame on on t higgins because he referenced t higgins who did it and say just i'm sure t higgins feels awful enough about what's happened here like i don't think we need to start like a a twitter trend that it's a freak thing this happens to 10 people a year like yeah, yeah. It's just Let that alone, was the only, like never that, in the of, history of, all, of the all NFL. The, yeah, like the Skip Bayless thing, like whatever. Like it was silly. I get what it. Even that, I kind of I get what he was trying to do. Like all these guys, like I get it. That was the one that was bothering me. It's like, do, do you really need to like you know you think T Higgins isn't sitting there feeling fucking awful about himself right now? Like, do we need to start that as a as a trend on Twitter? Um, but yeah, so we'll see where it goes, and we'll wait to criticize the NFL and all the stories that'll come out about. Asking the guys to comply. What do you you do? You, do you think this game actually gets played next week? I I actually don't. And we kind of talked about this. And look, I I know it's like you know the mainstream sports media. You know they don't want to go there, and they they their whole thing is like, hey, you know the game doesn't matter. It's us worry about the guy. Blah blah blah. And yeah, that's true. But guess what? We're the part of the everyman, and everybody is sitting here thinking, "Are they going to play this freaking game? Like, it's a big game." And so, I I do not think they're going to play it, just because, I, if if they wanted to get this game in, I thought what they would have done would be to come out the next day and say, "Okay, everyone, we're going to play this game Thursday." The whole league's going to get a, an extra bye week for week 18. We're going to go to week 19 and play the week 18 games. And we're just going to skip the bye week between the conference championships and the Super Bowl. That that did not happen. So I think now they're just going to say, well, these two teams are going to skip that game. And there's pluses and minuses for them. And there's pluses and minuses for people within the division they were competing against. And I think they're just – the NFL is going to just shrug their shoulders and everyone's just going to have to live with it. Um, 
that's what I think they're going to do because otherwise they're going to just have to redo the whole schedule. And they, if, if I think they had the opportunity to redo the whole schedule and they chose not to, not that they couldn't now, but I just, I just don't see it. I, I think the, I think they'll, they'll value all the money invested in that week off between the Super Bowl more than playing the game. I guess it'll, what, what it'll really come down to is do they, basically ruled a no contest and give them both a tie or do they just base where they land in the playoffs on their overall winning percentage i was thinking overall winning percentage because i guess that impacts seeding i'm just trying to think because the bill like because i guess that hurts the bill i mean again i'm not trying to be insensitive but i guess that hurts the bills because right now as it stands the chiefs have a higher winning percentage than buffalo but if yeah, Buffalo... and it, it, so I mean, to your point, like, look, it's it, maybe it is insensitive, but again, this is we're the part of the everyman. Somebody's thinking about this stuff. Yeah, right? so like, I guess I mean it would be more beneficial I, to Buffalo in terms of seeding if they got a tie. I think. I think if okay. it ended up being, I think if they ended up being 12, 12 three and one, I think that's better than twelve and three. I guess I don't know. I, I I don't I don't know how the NFL does it, but I'm just I'm on the ESPN page, and right now the Chiefs are uh, the one seed based on that. But yeah, I don't I don't think they will. Like I said, I you know, and plus it's also so basically you're asking these guys who are go have gone through a huge trauma. Like already they got to get so, on the to, field. Yeah, to squeeze in an extra. Well, well, not only that, but now. it's like everybody everybody else not involved is getting gonna that that are going to be in the playoffs are going to get an extra week. And these guys who are already under a ton of a ton of stress over what happened, they they're they're going to be at another disadvantage because they're going to have just played while everyone else has else off had a bye week. week. So, yeah. So I don't think they're going to do that. So again, I, I think yeah. they're just going to. Yeah, I think they're just gonna go. You know, they're just gonna wipe it off. I I do think they're gonna. I think they're gonna go tie, and they're gonna give the, because I think they're gonna look not to have it penalize the two teams. Well, if that makes sense. All right. So look, let's just do the quick math, right? So, what what'd you say was twelve and three? Well, right now they're twelve and three, and they're behind Kansas City. Okay, so twelve twelve out of fifteen is eighty percent. So if they go 12-3-1, that's 12 out of 16, and that's 75%. So they actually have a higher percentage not counting the top. So it doesn't matter. Okay, well, if that's how it works. Um, and so uh, da, 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 what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Uh, I don't remember what I was going to say. Darn it. Yeah, uh, but e- either I got way. Stuck on, math gets into this brain, <laughs> and everything else just goes away. Yeah, so let's let, let's look at – Let's look at the playoff picture here. Um, so, the AFC, everybody, the, the Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Jack, uh, wait, Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, and oh, Chargers. I remember what I was going to say. Sorry. <laughs> what were you going to say? Um, just to your point about seeding, uh, I, I think in this scenario, it just with everything that's going on like they're really not going to care if they go which stadium they play in i think you know what i'm saying like hey like well based on everything that's happened like just put us anywhere like like we you you got you just got to win no matter what stadium you're in at this point right yeah like like it's 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 not going to be i don't see how it would be harder or easier to play at home 
I guess other than the travel, but I, I don't know. I, 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 it's it's going to be extremely difficult no matter what. And the crowd's going to be supportive, you know, wherever they go. So. Yeah, no, you're you're uh, you're you're not wrong there. So anyway, sorry sorry to interrupt. So seating, no, 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 you're, no, you're, seating you're what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Um, all right. So the Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Chargers, and Ravens—they're all in. So they're they're all in. We're not going to go through what their possible seatings are because that doesn't matter. We'll talk about where it all lands on uh on the go for two uh playoff preview next week. Um. So what's up for grabs is the Jags, the AFC South, the Jags, and the Titans. Whoever wins is in. This um, pretty unexpected. I guess a lot of injuries here to Tennessee late in the season. I mean, Tannehill's out for the year. Um, They've just been in a downward spiral, and the Jags have just been soaring. Who do you – I guess they're going to play. The NFL is putting that on Saturday night. So for winning it in, the Jags are six point favorites at home. You think the Jags take it and uh, Dougie Dougie P rolls uh, rolls in there with uh, with Trevor Lawrence in his first year to the playoffs? Yeah, un- unfortunately, um, I guess not. Un- I, maybe maybe I'm saying that wrong. Um, yeah, well we're 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 very pro uh, King Henry. Derek Henry, yeah. Well, and let me – so Josh Dobbs is, is going to start at quarterback for the Titans. In 2018, Josh Dobbs had a spot start for the Steelers where the Steelers had to have the game, and they went down to Baltimore and won the game. Not only that, but Josh Dobbs looked okay last week. So now he's – I mean, they he was plucked off of another team's practice squad to come in and start a game. And I and I believe Malik Willis is healthy, right? I think so, yeah. They just were like, yeah, you can't win this game. Like, let's not punt you this year away. You can't win! <laughs> let's not punt this year away. Let's go get someone who has a little bit of a starting hey, pedigree. Adrian always tells the truth. So, yeah, they get – like I, I like I, I don't, of all people, I don't want to be the one to just punt Josh Dobbs, right? Because I've seen him actually do it before. That being said, I, I gotta, I, Jag- I gotta Jags imagine the Jaguars they have, they have get too up. much momentum. Yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, I, I, I think, think so. that's, I just think that's, that's a thing. Too many weapons. I think the Tennessee defense is beaten down here, and they I think are. the Jags, that the wep- they just have too many weapons, yeah. and. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think the Jags are. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout like I think a lot of people expect it to be. Yeah, but maybe it gets, being, maybe like later in the game it gets. Extended. Yeah, I, I just think they're going to. I think it's going to be very hard for Tennessee to manufacture points. So, um, so that's that's that that will lock in the four seed regardless because the division winners get the top four spots, and then we have and this is kind of wild. I did not realize that until tonight. The Pats are in the driver's seat here for the seventh seed. So the Pats, the Dolphins, and... Here we go. Speak when, I, speak when I point at you. Here we go. Who's the last team left? Steelers. The here we Pittsburgh go. The Pittsburgh Steelers are still alive. Pittsburgh After going you to the Super Bowl. After you wrote them and your coach Mike Tomlin off in week eight. They are alive for a playoff spot. 
Um, I have never spoken ill of Mike Tomlin. <laughs> I so, have had I mean, effectively, us in the playoffs the entire time. I took the over on the wins. Yeah, that none of that's true. Here's where, and it's so I'm so happy because I I've I had Miami on this downward spiral in our last go for two, um, and reluctantly I actually wanted them to put them losing out completely, but. Uh, I know a lot of this is the quarterback situation. They lost to uh, they even lost Teddy Two Gloves last week. So I mean they're going deep into the the quarterback waters here. But they play the Jets and the the Patriots. Unfortunately, they draw the Bills. Um, so the base if if New England wins, they're in because they own the tiebreaker based on divi- uh, win percentage in the division. If the Pats lose and Dolphins win, they're in. If they both lose, the Pats are in. And the Steelers have to win against... They're playing who? Cleveland, right? Yes. So the Steelers have to beat Cleveland and have both New England and Miami lose. Yeah. That's not out of... That's not... At, that's really not crazy, dude. That's not crazy. No, not like, at all. It's not because crazy it's at the, all that you we're You need here. the Bills to beat the... Now, we don't know what kind of mindset the Bills are going to be Correct. in. So, like... That's a that's more of a question mark than it was like five days ago. Yeah, and I mean, the Jets are a dumpster fire right now. Like their record wouldn't suggest that they're awful, but they got it. They, they can't figure out what they're doing at quarterback. Mike White turned back into Mike White last week, uh, but you know, I mean, Miami's got a third going to have a third a, a third string quarterback playing. So right, like yeah. that, and, and the that's Jets what makes defense it, is still good. Yeah, like regardless of the weapons they have, and you know, Mostert's on a tear. Jeff Wilson Jr.'s back. Like everyone's there, but like it still comes down to the quarterback in today's NFL a lot of the time. So, uh, I do think Miami will end up pulling this out because I do think the Bills are going to beat New England. I think they're going to really rally and and get get it done. Um, but I I think Pittsburgh's going to win. I so I I think I think Mike Tomlin's going to have another. Oh, another winning se- season as the Steelers head coach, which I we haven't figured out what you're going to have to do in the go for two for that, but it, something has to happen. So uh, it's going to be glorious and delicious. Um, I should I should I save my uh, my my Steelers s- scenarios my 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 complaining? Yeah, scenarios. say that for the go for two. Say that for the go for two. All right, I will say though, <laughs> like Kenny Pickett. The la- last, which I've been, I was you're a little feeling bit... on him. You're feeling a little love on him now. Oh my god, I'm feeling him in my plums. <laughs> I was. I uh, just, I, I, I just wish he could have a better rapport with Pickens already. Yes. So two things. One, um, I guess multiple things, but like the last two games coming down, and you know it, it drives you gotta have at the end of the game, and he and back to back weeks, we we he like really steps up. I'm just like so impressed because I, I I was a little bit of a doubter of his coming in. It's the small hands, and, and I don't care about the small hands. The guy could throw, <laughs> and and it was uh, I was just like, ah, man, I I don't know. Like I don't think I never thought he was gonna gel with Matt Canada enough to be able to have game winning drives at the end of the game. And not only that, for like a rookie quarterback. To, to have the moxie to pull that off at the end of games, like, that's something. That's not, like, like one game, okay, fine. Back-to-back weeks that you have to have, like... Baltimore hadn't given up a fourth-quarter touchdown at home in, like, 15 quarters. 
Yeah, it was like that's something silly like that. Something great, like it. It was it was insane. Like that's awesome. Like that's that's a that's a that's real. That is that's yeah, real. I, I mean, listen, they they got a moxie. good. They got obviously they got to work on their offensive line in the offseason. They got to do something with the the offensive scheme, whether it's Canada or whoever has to go. But I mean, to have I mean I I love I love Harris. That's my dude. I love running backs. I have no problem with them getting paid on the back end because they're worth every penny of it early. And the NFL, just the pay structure sucks. Um, he's really good. Again, I, I think the Pickens is going to be an absolute monster as long as somebody can get him the ball. And, yeah, maybe you got your young quarterback here. Get him get him a full offseason as getting the getting starter reps. You know, he puts in the work. Yeah, you got something something brewing here. Yeah, I, I, I do love Pickens. Um I uh, they still need to get rid of Matt Canada. They're still not barely scoring any points a game. Like the right. defense has been incredible. I I, I I have way more analysis. I'll save it because let's just let's just keep the train moving. Keep it rolling. Who yeah. who who takes that last spot? Um, Patriots. You like the Pats? Wow, <laughs> how wild would that be? They Bill Bill gets in there again, man. Ugh. Yeah, I I think I think they're gonna beat the Bills. I think the Bills are still gonna be shell shocked. I think I think they're gonna rally, yes, but like, Bill. I think Bill Belichick is gonna find a way to exploit something yeah. in their weakness. And the fact that they they're losing a game, I think they're gonna realize like, hey, like I don't I don't think they could actually do anything. I don't think that there's any. They don't even know if they can go up or not. So I think if if guys are struggling, I think they're gonna be like, "Hey, just just go ahead and sit down." Like, you know what I mean? Like, I I find it hard that they'll be able to get in like a full week's full practice, yeah, full full concentration, and and it, you know justifiably so. I get it, right? Um, but like the Pats are gonna be ready to go. It, where is that game, by the way? Uh, it is at Buffalo. Oh, okay. So they're home too. And Miami's Miami's home as well. Yeah. Um, Buffalo's a seven point favorite. That's that's shocking. Yeah. Uh, maybe wow. the Steelers. Maybe the Steelers will get in. Did it? <laughs> Wild. Wild. Fit, so so Buffalo's seven point favorites. Steelers are two and a half point favorites. And Miami is oops. The, yeah, Jets, I mean, Deshaun, the Jets are one the only, point the only, the only. I mean, the Browns are very beatable. Deshaun did look. I mean, granted, it was against the Commanders and they're in free fall, but I mean, he did seem to look a lot more comfortable last week. And like the offense, the Washington offense is awful, but I mean, their defense has been pretty solid this year. Yeah, he, was, he got in a good groove. So, but, but it's, not, Steel, it's not a Steelers it's not a defense. Gimme. The Steelers' defense has been insane, though. Like, yeah, really and I mean, insane. it's 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 division. I mean, division. I always I always say it like a broken record. Like, In the Pittsburgh, the rock, the rock fights. Yeah, maybe, the rock. They're always going to be rock fights, divisional games. Maybe I should I just shove all the chips and say Pittsburgh. <laughs> I, if you want. I don't want to. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I'll never. I'll just never forget all the all the, our go for two our uh, our our go for two preview. Me and Teddy, like, I think the Steelers might be a little squirrely. Maybe be in position by week 18 to maybe win the division. Now that, obviously, they're only, but even still, I mean, two games, like, 
I know it's two games in the NFL. It's a lot, but still, I mean, you, who would have thought they'd even be within two games? Yeah, not me. <laughs> All right. Uh, NFC, everything's locked one through six. Eagles, Niners, Vikings, Buccaneers, Cowboys, Giants. Seeds can change. The Eagles, the Eagles beat the Giants. They get the one seed in the bye, and they win the division. Um, Niners can lock up two. Like, it, it all... Yeah, you know, that can all move, but again, we're, so we're not gonna we're not gonna get into that. So the only three teams that are left in the NFC is Seattle, Detroit, and Green Bay. And now I guess it's nuts because so right now Seattle is ahead, but they win the tiebreak over Detroit because they have the head-to-head win. Uh, division tiebreak was initially used to eliminate Green Bay. Detroit win tiebreak over Green Bay. I. I guess if Seattle wins, I, I didn't think this was, I, I thought that Seattle was in no man's land, but I, I guess if Seattle wins, they're in. I thought that was Green Bay. Why well, Seattle? I don't, I don't get why they have Green Bay or why they have Seattle as the seventh seed right now. Cause then wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be the lions as the seventh? I, I guess cause maybe they have the tiebreaker over the lions. Like that's what it is. Uh, whatever it is, yeah, I guess I because I thought that too, but it's weird that they're showing it like this. Um, I, yeah, okay, so I guess whatever. So I think so. Seattle, they are. I got my notes here. Seattle, they're at home against the Rams, so you'd assume they're going to get that win. Um, but then Detroit is going to Green Bay. So uh, I, again, I was pumping this all over the Gopher too because it's absolutely ridiculous. But like. The Packers are going to get in. The Packers are going to – I said it on the go over there. The Packers are going to win out because they're going to beat Miami, and then they're going to get they're going to, they're going to get Kirk Cousins, and they got him. And they're going to beat Detroit. And, like, Aaron, as, as much as Detroit's been a great story, Seattle and Geno, like, I didn't write back. You know, like, after all that, though, and, and the Packers being miserable, they're going to fucking get in at Lambeau. I don't even know if it's Sunday night. I assume they're going to flex that to Sunday night. Um, just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous, J.O. Yeah, no, this says here that the the Packers, all the Packers have to do is beat the Lions. If the Packers lose, the Seahawks would get in if they beat the Rams. Yeah, so, yeah, so it doesn't matter so what de- Seattle so de- does. Detroit needs, correct, Detroit needs to beat the Packers and for Seattle to lose. If the yeah if if this if the Seahawks lose the Lions get in with a win over the Packers, yeah. Okay, so yeah, the, so if the Packers Packers, Packers, Packers win, win so, yeah, in, Packers win yeah. it in. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, ridiculous, just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, uh, and they're gonna win. They're, they're like, do we really think that they're they're losing at home? Um, the only thing I'll say is that the Detroit is crazy enough to pull out all the stops. Like if to be like, look, there's no, there's no tomorrow, and the Packers are bland enough to like be caught flat-footed for that. Hmm. All right. I, I I'm saying I, I do expect the Packers to win, but I wouldn't be shocked if Detroit won. With like, oh, we we faked a field goal, had a fleet, had, had an end around, and like threw some wildcat in there or something crazy. I don't know. Like I don't expect Detroit to to show up and not have some kind of trickeration in their up their sleeve. Trickeration, yeah. I I 
I, I think the Packers are going to get that last spot, and it's just going to be just so dumb. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, you know what, though? It could, it, it could set up a revenge game for uh, Aaron Rodgers and uh, what do you call it? And uh, the Niners after yeah. they after they upset Revenge them which year. time? Because that would that likely would be the if, assuming the Niners keep this streak going, it would likely be Niners and um, and Green Bay. Yeah, because the Giants have that tiebreaker over them. So okay. yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, if you're the Gi- last question on this, because I guess this is like the only really thing of any interest. If you're the Giants. Do you play? Do you play your guys against the Eagles in what's basically a meaningless game? Um, I would play him like a quarter. Yeah, because the Eagles have like the Eagles have no choice because they have to get the one seed to get held because they they're just banged up all over the place right now. Yeah, I'd play him like a quarter or half, whatever you feel is necessary, and then I'd probably rest. And him then you pull him out. I'd I'd play him the whole game. I I feel like a team like that like. If they stay in rhythm, they it's I don't I don't think it's crazy that if they because right now they'd have Minnesota like I want to keep that six seed. So I would try everything. I would do everything to try to get Minnesota in the first round. That team is so beatable like they are not good. I've been saying it all year. I just I do not think that they're good. So I I'd I'd play I'd, I'd play to win the whole game if I were them. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, fun stuff. Fun I, stuff. Wish I wish I had something cooler to say. I don't. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. All right. That's all we got, I guess, on the NFL. Yeah, we'll we'll cover that more in depth here next week after this all shakes out. I'm just if this. Uh, what? No. So okay. So I guess I sh- I guess I should talk about my Steelers scenarios because. By the time we talk about it next week, it already happened. So, so here's something funny that the, that our listeners will appreciate. Here, here's my. I'm gonna be bitching it, no matter what happens, and here's why. Scenario one: Steelers finish nine and eight and make the playoffs. I have to deal with one, the people who are thumping their chest, going. Mike Tomlin, baby. Mike Tomlin, no losing season. Me, Teddy. Woo! <laughs> Even though it is the – I went over the stats before. It's meaningless. And you know we will get thumped in the playoffs for the umpteenth year in a row. Like, what – okay, great. We made, Nine and eight made the playoffs. Whoop-de-doo. Like, and, and, like, and then I'm going to have to just continue to hear about the Mike Tomlin thing. Scenario two, we go nine and eight. We don't make the playoffs. So, not only do I not get a playoff game out of this, but uh, but I'll have to hear from the whole Mike Tomlin baby nine and eight, no losing seasons, woo! And I'll just be like, oh my god, shut up! We need to make the playoffs. Scenario three, we go eight and nine, and we don't make the playoffs, which will be annoying. And uh. Shit, I wish I wish I had the the rest the rest of the scenarios, but it'll it'll just be still bothersome because we would oh yeah that's it we freaking lose to the Browns then the Browns fans will be yeah baby came down to your place and kept you out of the playoffs it's just like God shut up you so it's you, just it's just lose 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 all the way around for you it's hard to have a lose 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 situation but here we are lose 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 and that's I mean look good. I I, I, I 
if I have the choice of the Steelers to beat the Browns or lose the Browns, it's beat the Browns. If I have this choice of the Steelers to be in the playoffs or not in the playoffs, it's be in the playoffs. I'm I'm just there's so many annoying other aspects to it, no matter what happens, that I'm just like God, uh, so so stupid. But really, I just want to know like. Can you imagine if you were like a Raiders fan and, and like all these years you've had this guy Carr and you're like he's our guy and then like to the they finally just unceremoniously just give up on him and just be like for, you're done basically just, just basically, go home basically for a coach that has no winning track record in the NFL too which is like the worst part yeah just go just go home like you're done we're gonna trade you in the off season you're done. Wow. And uh, like the guy who loves him, and you got to sit there and watch the Steelers just like muddle and puddle their way through a season. Oh, oh, we're, we're gonna stumble our way into the playoffs again. Oh, wow, how about that? So that that, that would be frustrating if you're a Raiders fan. Uh, I nobody's more frustrating than me. The way I was pounding Roman were black to start the year. <laughs> I was all. I was all. Everyone was talking cheese, Bronco country, all that nonsense, and I was I was all in the Raiders uh, bandwagon. And wow, that just bad, just bad. Somebody was all about bolt up. This guy it was all about what? Bolt up, isn't that their thing? Uh, bolt up is that their is that their thing? The Chargers. It's certainly not. Uh, we are born. We're born wolves, right? Uh, raised by wolves. Raised by wolves. Oh. All right. I think we've talked about the NFL enough, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Goodness gracious. Time for the half clappers, baby. Clap it up, bitch. Uh, I'm like, are we are we talking about sex? What what we what is, <laughs> what's going on here? Um. All right. Half clappers. So just a qu- just a quick little update. NHL. Uh, they had the, I think the 14th iteration, 12th or 14th, I forget which one, iteration of the Winter Classic. Penguins versus Boston up at uh, Fenway. It was cool. It was it was nice. Um, Boston wins 2-1. They come back and win. Boston has not lost a home game all freaking year that's insane right they're 29 and 4 like how like this team is is nuts like they're like getting crazy back was like that important i guess um the penguins are currently out of the wild card at the moment um two games two points behind the islanders they penguins have multiple games in hand um but yeah, it's just it's just kind of nuts. Like Boston, they just how are they this good? The, Boston has sixty two points. The Penguins have forty four. Like, good lord, that's why. Um, yeah, Boston's number one in the league by by a lot. Um, the next closest is fifty six Carolina. Um, and the Metropolitan Division is Carolina, New Jersey, Rangers, Capitals, Islanders, Penguins. Um. So that playoff race is going to be crazy coming down the stretch. Uh, anyway, just wanted to mention that, that like, since, like I said, Penguins played well 
Boston still wins at home, even though they're in a damn baseball stadium. And we're in the frickin' January, and they still haven't lost a home game yet. Just unbelievable. Um, and, oh, by the way, Connor McDavid leads the league with 73 points. The next closest, his teammate, Leon Dreisaitl, 58. He's a 15-point lead in the points race. That's just, that's just nuts. Um, all right. That's all I got. Which leads us to the NBA catch and shoot, right? God, I just can't wait till we have someone just doing sound bites for us. <laughs> Instead of just having to always do Peter Griffin style. <laughs> I can't even do Peter. <laughs> just sounds like I'm laughing like the Joker. Like Nicholas, Nicholas, uh, Nick, Nicholson. Nick, Nicholson? Yeah, Nicholson. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost 40 years old, dude, and I'm still, I'm still messing that up. Stumbling over Nicholas Nicholson? You're, like not, a, the, you're not the only person who, like a, who stumbles like a, over Like that. a reckless child. Yeah, dude, I'm the same way. Uh, Nicol, uh, Jack Nicholas? Nope, that's the golfer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That, uh, uh I... Uh, that that would be uh, we'll, we'll have to find we'll have to share real, our favorite reels sometime on the pod. Do that for an entertainment thing. That thing I sent y'all, Matt Damon talking about the Departed uh, filming was just tremendous. Just shows like how good some of these actors are. Oh yeah, I totally watched that. Totally loved it. Ah, uh, you should have. It was great. It was just showing how Jack Jack Nicholson just like breaks down a scene and like adds just adds to. Oh to oh stuff. I did oh I did watch that. Yeah, yeah like yeah. that was awesome. It's like ah, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, any hoodles, uh, what do you got for the, for the league for us? Um, well, the Nets who were on fire, 12 straight wins comes to an end to the Bulls tonight. Wow. I, 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 I thought they were getting to 15 and then a showdown with the Celtics. So, but that comes to an end and it, hilariously enough, the Nets during this 12 game winning streak, I'm pretty sure this is an accurate stat. In this 12-game win streak, they've won every game, and Ben Simmons hasn't made a free throw. He made one free throw tonight, and they lost. <laughs> pretty wild. I mean, he went one for four, but pretty wild stat there. Um, dude, the Nets, the Nets have been on fire. Um, it's kind of crazy because, like, the Celtics, as much as we talk, everyone raves about Boston, how they're on this mission and all this and that. Dude, they're, they're only a game and a half up on... They're they're a half game ahead of Brooklyn, and a game and a half on the Bucks and the Cavs. Like the way it's just so crazy how how much we talk. Everyone talks about Boston, but like they're really not that much ahead of everybody else in the East. Um, even Philly at two and a half. Like it's pretty wild to me. Um, so that's pretty much that. the The Hawks, <laughs> the Hawks are just in free fall, which I. I relish every minute of that because, you know, I hate the Hawks from bouncing the Sixers out a couple of years ago in the playoffs uh, and just the absurdity of how Trey Young had been officiated for years. And I I don't even watch their games because I don't enjoy it, so I don't even know if they still give him those bullshit calls where he's just leaning into defenders. Um, that they're, they're about to fire the coach. They're, like, they're in that mode right now and, like, trading guys away. So, uh... It, 
Do you you know who you know who's one of the leading per like FanDuel or one of these betting sites? You know who's one of the leading candidates to be a trade partner for Trey Young? The Knicks, the Dallas Mavericks. That's like there's no way you can do that, right? Like first off, they already made one of the worst trades in NBA history by trading away Luka Doncic for Trey Young. I don't really care about these people that think like. Both teams won that trade. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, the ha, the Hawks absolutely lost that trade in every facet. Like, there's no way you can then compound that by then trading him to Dallas, right? Like, if you're Dallas, um, is G- say you're Dallas's GM. I don't know who that is. Like, I mean, I don't know if it's a matter of compounding it so much as, like, uh, just what do you get back for him, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I can't make I, – I couldn't make that trade <laughs> after, after, after I could have had, had Luka to begin with and then I'm, now I'm sending them my guy. I, I couldn't do that. Um, but watch out for them to be a major seller, in my opinion, at, at the deadline, which I don't think many people would have thought coming coming into the year. Yeah. Um, uh, our, our, our buddy uh, – was it Killian Hayes who threw the punch last week? Yeah. Only three games? How about that? That that was hard to believe. A three game suspension for punching it's like sucker, sucker punching, punch, yeah. Sucker punching a, a defenseless player in the back of the head. I, I'm not really sure what, what Adam Silver was doing. Like they suspended Rondo three games for spitting on Chris Paul. Yeah. Maybe it was seven. Eh, I think it was three. Like spitting on somebody got got you three games, and you're telling me that punching a guy in the back of the head only gets you th- only gets you three, pretty pretty interesting. Um, that's really it in the East and the West. Uh, I mean Denver, Memphis, and and New how Orleans. About, how about uh, Spider Mitchell scoring seventy one? Oh yeah, good point there. Yeah yeah, Donovan Mitchell scored seventy one uh, in overtime, so not as not as sexy as some of these other guys that have done it, but it's okay. Uh, I didn't watch it. Actually, it happened. It happened during Monday Night Football. So it actually yeah, when everyone was concerned with with yeah. So I mean, it didn't get yeah. a lot of. It obviously didn't get a lot of attention. Um, and even even in his press conference afterwards, he you know started off by sending his his prayers out to um to Howard. But um yeah, I mean again, scoring seventy points is pretty awesome. I mean, there's just been a huge offensive surge. Uh, and especially in the last month, guys scored 50, 50, 50, 50 point games. Like Luca's been on an absolute tear. Giannis has gotten three straight games of plus 45 points. Guys are kind of talking about it. I think it's, you know, again, I just, I just think it's just so much easier to score in the NBA now. And now that they've, because, because the officials just don't have the balls to ever call. They didn't, I think, I think Tori talked about this forever on, on uh, the podcast, because the officials don't correctly call clear path fouls because they don't have the balls just to give two shots in the ball to a team, they put in the the rule from FIBA where you is a FIBA yeah FIBA right yeah yep. um, the take foul on the fast break which a lot of teams were doing which was taking away fast breaks and possessions now that that's kind of out of there I think just just it's even more faster possessions and quicker shots from teams than um, than we've seen in the last few years. So interesting to watch. I wonder as the season goes on, uh, is the defense going to tighten up here, but you know, or, or maybe it's just cause they're letting guys carry and travel all over the place. <laughs> as our, as our guy, Devin, the lab would, uh, would suggest Devin the lab. Yeah. But and I, I, I joke again, you know, 
the fact that his 71 also came on a lane violation that uh, wouldn't, shouldn't even have sent the game into overtime. But that's just me being a Donovan Mitchell hater. Uh, womp, womp, womp. Western, like I said, in the West, like Denver, Memphis, and New Orleans are all just shuffling uh, in the top seed up there. The Kings have moved up to the fifth seed. Your Kings are finally, finally making you proud, man. My babies are all grown up. Sabonis is being a he's being an old school grown man with torn ligaments in his hand. He's just playing through it. Love it. Yep, not taking any time off. They're they're on a roll. So he's like, nah, just tape, t- just tape it and rub some dirt on that shit. I'm going. So yes. shout out, shout out to him. Uh, Warriors have won five straight. No Curry, pretty wild. Clay's yeah, in wild. a great. Clay seems to be in a really great rhythm. Um, Poole seems to be more effective than he was earlier in the season. So keep an eye on them. And then the the Suns are in absolute free fall too. They're twenty and nineteen. They're the nine seed now. They've lost four straight games, and Booker's out for a month. I you know I. Whew. We'll we'll have to wait and see what happens with those guys, but pretty 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 inexplicable how how far far they're falling here with just Booker being out. Uh, yeah, and then you got your 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 Wolves and the Lakers sitting there itching to get in that play-in spot. Got them right where we want them. The Lakers are actually pretty smart here. Like I, I I've no I've noticed this now. They said this is a non-COVID illness. But it seems like they're they're sitting LeBron against teams where they figure they're going to lose anyway, so like they're not putting the miles on him, so he's fresher against the teams that they can beat. That I've, I'm I'm going to keep an eye on that the next like couple of weeks here. Okay, to see because like they they sat he's sitting tonight against Miami, who they're up eleven. Of course they're up eleven right now, obviously because Westbrook's having a field day. Um, playing oh, like that, Rus- that's what I wanted to ask you. Like playing Rust Ball. I've watched no Miami games. They suck. Like, like, is this Jimmy Butler with with super long dreads picture that I'm seeing? Like, is that, that was beginning? Does he have him again? He had that at the beginning of the season. He had those extensions in, but then he took them out. The, I don't know he had extensions. He played with extensions. No, no. Well, he did. No, he didn't to start the year. He had him in like the preseason and like in his off season workouts, and then he went back to like his normal stuff. I, I don't know if you've extensions? seen extensions. Yeah, it, had, it yeah. wasn't his real hair. No, it was just extensions. I'm pretty sure it was just extensions. A grown man. There's no way that that was, was a world class athlete. There's no way that was his real hair. Put extensions. Yes, I'm pretty sure. In his hair. I mean, for, don't for, I mean, don't quote me on, on Instagram. Don't quote me on it because I'm not 100 percent positive. But is this I'm, real? What's that? This is real. Yeah, it's real. This is a thing. Listen, the C- the CEO of Big Face Coffee can do it. The guy charges twenty dollars for a cup of coffee. I don't think this is a stretch. Uh, uh, I don't know what to say. I'm shocked. I mean, the guy he's a he's a good enough looking guy. What? Why? <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, not to mention they made you uglier. Like, well, maybe that was it. Maybe I, mean, I, I just... do think he looks pretty stupid with him. But what do I? What maybe, do I maybe maybe all there was too many Rachel Nichols of the world just throwing themselves at him, and he was like, "I got to ugly this up." Stop clapping. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, so good. Uh, I I got I got to Google this right now. Jimmy Butler hair extensions. I'm pretty sure they're extensions. But I thought you were talking God, about the team. God, they looked bad. Yeah. As it team wise, they they stink. Like I just 
USA Today, Jimmy Butler finally got rid of his faux locks, and fans were yeah, thrilled so, with yeah. his decisions. Yeah, so they're not real. Oh, Lord, why would he do that? I mean, I just saw it, like, I, I, I got to admit, like, I've become a little bit uh, addicted to filling out DraftKings lineups for NBA. <laughs> and that's, really? like, help. Yeah. But like you, you haven't, you've watched like three games all season, but you're wasting your money on DraftKings lineups. No, I'm, I, well, I was wasting my money, but then I I started doing free ones because I suck at it, and I suck every I every year I do it, I suck worse. So, but like it helps me like keep track of who's doing well when I don't have enough time to like watch. So that's that's been like my trick to like get me back into it. I'm gonna start just doing a bunch of DraftKings lineups, and then okay. I'll actually start watching. Which gotcha. is starting to work because I got my league pass fired up and I'm starting to watch more now. But okay. like, and then so his pictures on there with the dreads, and I'm like, who is this? I was like, <laughs> he did, Jimmy, he, did, he, did I mean, he did look stupid. Like Jimmy Butler? Like th- I'm like, is this a different Jimmy Butler? I'm like, no. This he does is- not. Yeah, I'm. And what, he does not have them right now. Like I'm watching it, so it, yeah. they they are 100 percent extensions. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and he got rid of them. Uh, when was this article in USA Today? Like, I'm pretty sure it was start. I don't think he actually played a regular season game. Yeah, October fifth, twenty twenty two. Which yeah, is so he, like, yeah. He, I don't even think he played a preseason game with them. Like he just wore so, so he wears them to media day. Yeah, which is, I guess, not as bad as like keeping them in, but like that was a what? What was the plan, Jimmy? What was what was the plan? I don't know. My my plan is to figure out a way for Daryl Morey to get him to Philly, but I just I can't give up Maxi for him. I mean, the they, they already found the way once. Yeah, there's just yeah. Well, I mean, unless <laughs> unless he goes into practice tomorrow and just 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 starts ripping guys' hearts out and uh, <laughs> screaming and throwing shit at the wall again, but I don't think we're gonna have that happen. Ra- raised by wolves style. That was oh, raised, man. raised by wolves. Jimmy probably Butler. the be- one of, one of the best game of zones. Ever, that was the the re uh, the dramatization of what happened there. That was great. Did you watch that? Because you didn't watch Game of Thrones. I can't remember. Did you even watch the Game of Zones from Bleacher Report? Ah, uh, here and there. Oh, they were so good. Um. Okay. Uh, you can, you can have Mario Harzonia or the horse. Well, what does the horse do? I don't know. He does horse things. We'll take the horse. Oh, um, so good. Anything else? On... No, no, nothing else. Like I said, it's uh, keep a keep an eye on this offensive explosion that we've had here. Um, and these players see if the the defense starts to kick in. But everybody, aside from like three or four teams, like everybody's just kind of jumbled together. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting. I can't. I can't really figure. Are you ripping like paper or something? I can't figure it out. Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I was flipping. I, I, I was flipping. I don't know why I was flipping the pages. Like we're done with this NFL schedule, but like I was flipping the pages as if I had notes for the pot this podcast <laughs> in here. But it's my like no, it's my notebook of previous go for two episodes. I don't know why I'm still flipping it. <laughs> Fantastic Four. Uh huh. Carry the one. So I'm peas. So um, got it. All right. So again, doing this episode in reverse. So now we're up to boxing. Um. Really, it's just the one card, right? Right, Drew? Say that again? It's just the one card this weekend, right, for boxing? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh I didn't check the schedule, but the only one that matters. Yeah, I, I did check the schedule. Um, So it's uh, Tank Davis. Showtime, yeah, Showtime pay-per-view. Yeah, Showtime pay-per-view. Tank Davis versus um, Hector, Hector Luis Garcia. Um, and then it's Boo Boo Andrade versus um, Dem- Demon Jack. Uh, what's his name? Cares. Well, it's the guy who was the first one to take um, um, uh, Berlanga the distance. It's that guy. Demon Johnson or something like that. Cool. Um, Desmond or whatever. Um and then you got uh, Boots Innis versus a tomato can. Yeah. Um, you are considering buying this, right? I am. I'm. I was on the fence, but after the whole domestic violence allegations with Tank Davis, which he he got out on on bond or bail or whatever. Parent he took to social media to show the destructive things that this woman did. Yeah. And apparently she claimed that she wasn't hurt and it was in an accident or something like that. She over, she unnecessarily made the call. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, 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 I just want to watch boots cause I just love boots, even though he's going to destroy this guy. That's why I'm on. That's why I'm like, eh, am I going to watch spend 75 bucks to watch boots? Go one round. And you know guy. what's funny? Like, Boo Boo Andrade, like, I don't even know if I've seen him fight live because, like, he just never fights. He never fights, yeah. And, like, am I really going to – I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I I'm... wish it was 50. Like, I wish at least it was a little bit more reasonable. It's like 75 um, bucks, right? Yeah, it's 75. I, I just I – ba- I'm basically I'm basically weighing – because even, like, in the, the other part of me is, like, Boots probably sees, like, none of this percentage of the pay-per-view <laughs> compared to whatever else getting. So, like yeah. – Boots isn't gonna get it. Um, well, we'll see. But the I, I think I think Andrade. I, I mean Andrade's gonna. I mean the, they have names on this card to sell it as a pay per view. But yeah, that's it. It's just the A side are overwhelming favorites against everybody else. Um, Andrade is gonna win. Probably I. I don't know if he'll win by stoppage, but he'll win. I think Boots is gonna win. He, he's gonna get a knockout in six rounds or less. Yeah, that's so, my so, that's my thought. So Demetrius, uh, Boo Boo Andrade minus four thousand over Demon Nicholson. Um, again, Nick Demon Nicholson is the guy who took what's his name the distance. Uh, Boots Jerron Boots Ennis over. He's facing some guy whose literally first name is Karen. Uh, <laughs> minus thirty five hundred for Boots. I Jervon- can't believe it's that low. Gervonta Tank Davis minus sixteen hundred versus Hector Luis Garcia. Yeah, and so t- tail the tape here. And I again, I, I wish I guess we had more to talk about boots because I just I just absolutely love boots. Um, Garcia and Davis. Uh, Garcia sixteen and zero. Uh, he is thirty one years old, 5'9", 67 inch reach. This is gonna be his first fight at one thirty five. He he made a splash in twenty twenty two. We probably should have we probably should have talked about him a little bit for fighter of the year potentially. Uh, on short notice, he's like basically a COVID fill in for um, I forget who uh, Chris Colbert, who was a highly touted pro- prospect um, under PBC at that weight class. Uh, his opponent his opponent 
came out with a COVID illness, and he filled in the week. Absolutely destroyed Colbert to the point where Colbert was basically just like celebrating that he didn't get knocked out. Like he got beat up that bad. Um, we he, we heavily criticized him on the pod for that nonsense. Uh, but that line, oh, that was a that was a title eliminator uh, at one thirty, and so then Garcia, who takes the who took the risk there to you know get that get the Col- get the fight Col- Colbert, he then gets a WBA hundred and thirty pound title shot, and uh, you know he beats Gutierrez. Um, I'm not overly familiar with him, but wins the fight uh, on a unanimous decision, and that now gets him the you know a Tank Davis payday. So. I mean, good for him. Uh, Tank, you know, 27 and 0, 25 knockouts. Uh, it's still crazy. He's only five foot five, but he's he's got a 67. That's what's so nuts about like the best fighters have long ass arms, man, because they just are so much better at being able to control distance. Like he's got a 67 and a half inch reach. He's four inches shorter than this guy, and he's got a half inch longer reach. Like that's insane, yeah. man. Yeah, that, that that is. And this isn't this isn't the the Castagna website that said Castagna was six foot two. This is like this is like a legitimate website with these <laughs> with these measurements. Yeah. Um, listen, Taylor, like Garcia's a you know good fighter. Good for him that he took again. He took a took a took a took a calculated risk to fight Colbert. You know, set him up to to win a championship, and now he's get this tank payday. He's tailor made for Tank Davis. He's a he's a aggressive fighter. He wants to come forward. He wants to fight on the inside. Uh, you know, he's he's probably he's tougher. He's 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 grittier and more skilled than Raleigh Romero. But it's going to be the same result. I I would be shocked if Tank doesn't knock him out in eight rounds or less. Okay, I'd be stunned. Yeah, even I mean- with even with Tank being like a notorious slow starter. Like I, I, I would just that, be shocked. I, I agree. That's kind of what I was thinking. I, I was gonna say tank within eight rounds. So yeah, um, yeah. He's complete. Like, is this a complete tune-up? I feel. I feel like six rounds, but like you said, with him being a slow starter, and this guy does have some skills. So I was thinking like eight-ish. Yeah, and like it's not. It's not a complete tune-up, but like it is for for possibly if this Ryan Garcia. What do you fights. think the over/under is? Um. Six and a half? Seven and a half. Seven. I, was, I always want to say seven and a half, but I feel like they never use like the odd number like that. Damn it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. So I've been around eight rounds. Yeah, that's what we have it. Um, and you're like, I don't mind t- Tank. And we'll see. Like the We, we joked, and of course we just saw uh, somebody tweeted out that Tank, tank wants to fight three times in 2023. We joked about this on our year-end podcast. However, that's every fighter's thing like now that they want to fight three times in the year and they're barely getting out there once. Um, like I don't mind Tank having these kind of fights if he has at least one Ryan Garcia fight a year. You know, like you're going to have one one big fight against a, you know, a, a real tough opponent. If you're going to fight two mandatories, like okay, or not even one mandatory and a hand-picked opponent. Um so we'll see. Again, if Tank, uh, you know, I mean, really, the only thing on the line here is if Tank were to lose. I still think Garcia Tank happens because who would give a shit? Like, are people are the people that were going to buy Tank Garcia, uh, Ryan Garcia before not going to buy it if Tank loses? Uh, no. Yeah, the only thing that could possibly change is Garcia could maybe try to say, "Well, I want a bigger cut of the money now that Tank's, you know, yeah. half half of the marketing of two undefeated young fighters is now gone, so I want some of the I want more cash." 
Yeah. Like that's the only thing that could, to me, could keep that fight from happening is because it's not signed. Um, there was a big uh, Steve Espinoza got in a big Twitter war with uh, somebody about that um, the other week. It's not actually signed. Everything's just agreed in principle. So, uh, yeah. Showtime pay-per-view. Like I said, I'll... Uh, I mean, I'm not going to illegal stream it because I don't believe in that, but I... I don't know. I do like Boots. And okay. Tank, you know. It'll be an interesting fight for like three rounds until Tank just continues to compile like heavy shots on this guy. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's going to be too much compiling. I, I think it's going to be... A, <laughs> I think it's going to be... Oh, Tank finally started to throw and just totally caught this guy, just like Raleigh. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, all right, so you said you wanted to do a boxing parlay. Yeah, so we we didn't do a we took we took a we took a pregnant pause on the parlay last week because we've just sure did. We've been trying to get cute. We've been trying to hit our luck with like five Z's and six Z's and all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, so we took the break. So we figure let's 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 do a boxing parlay to get our to get our juices going again when we start making big money in the NFL playoffs because that's that's when we're going to hit our stride. That's when we're not going to that's that's when you listeners don't miss the run on us. It's going to be the NFL playoffs. Don't um, miss the run. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're going to have. So here's what I'm thinking, and it might let's, not be let's, big let's, money. Let's or, go. Or, let's or go in order. Okay. Let's boo boo versus Demond Nicholson. I'd say let's just take Boo Boo to win. I'm sure it's like minus whatever, but let's just minus let, four thousand. Let's just let's just get it going. Let's just get it started. The over under on that's eight and a half, and the over is minus two hundred. I I don't know anything about the guy who's fighting, so let's let's just take him to win. Okay, I was I was gonna say for for sure take the over, but he's got some power to him. Like I I, I mean, yeah, but he barely fights. He's gonna be rusty for a couple rounds. I let's let's just let's just take him to win. Okay. Boots. I just, I just, I just want to get the, the, I just want to get the juices flowing. Boots, boots by stoppage. What do you think the over under is for the boots fight? Uh, four and a half. Three and a half. <laughs> the over is minus one fifteen. The under is minus one ten. So, what's 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 boots by stoppage? Minus nine hundred. Let's. I, I kind of just want to take boots by stoppage. Okay. And then. Tank Davis versus Hector Luis Garcia. And then tank tank by stoppage. Minus 400 is tanks by stoppage. So of those three, the parlay is minus 238. So that's five bucks to win to $2.11. Let's just, I just, I just want to get us started, man. Get us started in the win column. All right. Let's, why don't we up it to 25 bucks? Okay. Okay. Why don't, why don't we up it to two hundred thirty-eight bucks for a hunt to win a hundred? <laughs> sure. Let's just why, why not? Let's just bet ten thousand. Let's just let's just bet. I'll I'll put up two fifty. You put up two fifty, and that's five hundred bucks to win two hundred and eleven dollars. Uh. Whatever the case is, we'll put up something. We'll decide on the number. All right. I just I just sent you the petty cash for twenty five bucks. It's in. Twenty five bucks on those three. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's do it. Okay, dokay. Um 
I love Venmo. I don't know why I was so resistant to it. <laughs> um, I think we're we're done with beer one do we have any uh shout out to hymns or um i, I didn't have anything uh i didn't have anything this week yeah no I, I didn't really have anything either um so yeah we'll just we'll just punt those for this week and um i guess we could give it to what's his face who's the <laughs> who's the giants uh d end who uh was doing the snow angels oh god yeah we could do that um uh, Thibodeau. Yeah, so he, so he, so he, he gets a sack on Nick Foles, injures him. Like Nick Foles is like shaking, and right next to him, he's doing snow angels. Uh, hey, somebody pointed this out on Twitter. If you look close, as he's doing the snow angels, like he's actually hitting Nick Foles with this yeah. one arm. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, it so was you, something. You, you hundred um, percent felt his arm. Like, what do you? Here, well, like, and here's the problem with some of the athletes today. And like, I know whatever, like, people can say, like, it's easy for us to talk about it. But like, all right, like, you just you know the climate of the world, right? So like, did he did did he did he obviously know that Nick Foles was was hurt? No, I, I don't think that. I think he was doing what all defensive defensive players do when they make a big play. He's just you know being silly, being and a goofball. Doing, yeah. So like, no, nobody they, can just tackle somebody and yeah. be like. And listen, like hunt. I don't, I don't care what Jeff Sat. <laughs> yeah, and I don't care what Jeff Saturday says. Like, who cares? But like when he was asked about it in the in the press or in the in the media yesterday or this morning, and they were he was accusing the media of starting a narrative, and they were like, "We're not starting a narrative." Like Jeff Saturday, the coach of the Colts, made this comment, and he's like, "Well, I don't know who I don't know who that I don't know who he is, so I only care about what people who people I know say or whatever." It's like. Listen, like, is it so hard just to be like, listen, I was, I was, I was, you know, I was celebrating a big play. I obviously didn't know Nick was hurt on the ground. Uh, you know, I, you know, I'm sorry. Or hold on. I have my, ah, God, God damn it. I had my exact quote to be like, is this really that hard to do? Like for these guys that want to, just want to just be contrarian for no reason. I was obviously just celebrating the big play we made. In no way did I realize Nick was hurt, so I apologize if it was interpreted that way, and I wish him a speedy recovery. Like, yeah, is that simple. like does that make him seem weak or anything? Like, that's what you gotta say. Like, we talked about this with Kyrie, where like all Kyrie had to do was just like apologize and say, hey, like you know, I didn't mean, I didn't, I didn't you know, I didn't mean to offend anybody. Clearly, I didn't obviously, you know, I didn't fully research the documentary. Like, this was just the point I was trying to highlight. You know. I don't condone this. I don't promote this. And I pop like, I just don't understand why you got, why, why do you have to make it difficult? Like just, you know, whatever, just, it came off bad. Like, you know, the guy got hurt and you were like, you're sitting there doing snow angels next to him. Just that's it. And then move on. And like, no, it's it, the story. It, there's if nothing you were just doing say. snow angels next to him, fine. But you were literally hitting him <laughs> while doing that. snow angels. <laughs> yeah. Like, so we but he, see like, you and, dude. Yeah. Like we could see you hitting him. And like, <laughs> he's at, it's, it's at the point where even like, yeah, like a good amount of like my buddies that are giants fans were like, this guy's an idiot. Like, like what? Like what? <laughs> it's like why? Like why? Why can't you just put it to bed? Like why do you have to keep making it a story? I'm like yeah. Like I I don't I don't understand why why it's a thing. So yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's just just nonsense, man. All right. Well, whoops, dropping my beers. It's an empty beer. It's okay. Um, because we are ready to move on to beer two. Beer. So I, brought, I brought back my ice bowl. I had, I hadn't been doing it, and I'm like, I need these things cold. 
You ready, wow, Drew? Wow, George, Georgetown lost 20, 25, has lost 25 straight conference games. That's so bad. Yeah, Patrick Ewing has to go, right? It sucks, yeah. And, I, you know, it, that sucks, too, because, like, I just, I just, I liked, I liked, I liked when him and Chris Mullen were in coaching together in the Big East because I just, there's nothing in the world like nostalgia to quote, uh, what was, what was Brock Myers' uh, girlfriend's name? Um, in, uh, in the show? She owned the baseball team. And yeah, I, I know who it's Amanda <laughs> Pete. I don't, I forget. Yeah, the what hell. was, oh my God. What was You're Amanda the one who's Pete? watched, who's watched it like seven times. I know, this is embarrassing. But I'm always just so fo- so focused on Brockmire and uh, and Charles. Oh, Jules, Jules. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Jules. Like she's right. Like not, like there's nothing like nostalgia in the world to, to like rally people. And like just seeing those guys in the Big East is awesome. And like yeah, I mean it's just it sucks. All right, you ready for this? Bad boys come out and play. Assume positions for the world famous two Bruce salute and a three and a two and, and a one. one. Oh come on, Cap! Ah, all right. I'm we doing got it. A twist, get a little twisty. No, uh, uh, regular Cap. Uh, I'm doing it. One more, Mad Elf. Oh, bro, let's go. Because <laughs> we we got a Mad Elf kind of topic. Uh, what do you what are you having? I'm crushing another Magnify here. I got <laughs> I gotta start getting through these things. I got too much. I got too much un undrink drunk booze in the fridge. I hear that. Um, Gotta drink it, then crap it out. I crap the booze out. Let's all get the same girl pregnant tonight. My probably my favorite line in the league. Um, all right. So let's go with. We got two topics here. We're not sure if we're gonna make it to the second one, but first order of business. Yellowstone, mid-season finale, season five, episode eight. We're questioning why it is a mid-season finale, which we'll get into that discussion of of kind of some hypotheses of what exactly they're doing here. But let's hear the old Drew recap special as as we usually do. Um, you know, keep get as detailed or or as high level as yeah, you want. The episode Drew. I, I don't the, know. The episode of the season. Whatever, however you want to take it, brah. Um, I, I, I mean, don't know. We clearly didn't talk about this, and I don't know if you're prepared, but yeah, I mean, the, listen, the whole the I'm gonna whole throw season, it in your lap. I'm gonna throw the yeah, bomb in your lap, yeah, and let's fine. let's see what you do um, with it. I I I did not like the midseason finale, so I'm I'm gonna try to not be a Debbie Downer doing doing the the, the talk about it. Um, but I mean, the whole season has revolved around John Dutton wins wins the race for governor. Uh, he's got Beth and Jamie in his. I guess what, what would you call? I mean, they're in place in his uh, inner circle. She's his campaign manager, I think, right? Or what did um, he hire? What did he end up making her? I, I it doesn't no matter. Idea. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so he's governor, and he's basically he's basically doing what he said in the speech that he's the wall that prog- <laughs> that progress is gonna that is gonna hit against and not get through. So he's basically using using the governor position to the advantage of the ranch. Um, you know, he's been making making just basically short term decisions the you know the entire season um, politically because he doesn't plan on running. Obviously, once his four years are up, 
you know, he's he he blocked and ended the the airport construction. Uh, he placed his land in a environmental. Um, what do you call that? An easement or what did uh, he put the uh, land in? Uh, res- res- uh, pre- preservation. Yeah, res- I don't know the technical re- term, but he basically he basically donated it to the environment. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so that it can't, it can't, it then can't be drilled on, um, you know, and he, he's hating every, he's hating every minute of it, and he just, you know, it, he all he wants to do is just be on his ranch and cowboy. It's like, it's like kind of the whole thing. And you, so you see in the shift of the the season, it being overly political, to then the last few episodes have been more of a western. They're on the ranch, you know. They're they're moving the herd. They're dealing with problems with the herd. Um, you know, the herd got there. You know, there some type of bacteria has spread on their land, so they now have to move the herd. So you're seeing what happens when that when that occurs. They're moving the herd to Texas because they need them to feed, and they can't. They, they need to make sure that it's not going to snow in the winter, so they don't have to spend more money on you know hay for them to eat. Uh, meanwhile. Jamie is in the background, obviously still not happy that he's not governor because this was all his future that was then taken away from him when it didn't suit, you know, John Dutton and Lendo Global out of spite because now they've been pushed out of the picture here. They set Brunette Beth uh, in to tear, up, tear, tear apart the family and obviously went after the weak link, which was Jamie. So, um, She's basically, you know, just bit by bit been putting it in his head to figure out a way to get Lendo Global back in there and this airport for revenue for the state. Basically trying to sell what's good for Montana versus what's good for his father and the ranch. And they finally got to the idea of um, impeaching uh, John Dutton, which is what started out this midseason finale. So... That's where that that brings us into season the season eight mid season. Um, I, I don't know, man. Like it, it felt like I I would have probably rather them ended it in seven where she floats. I forget what the um whatever he did. I think him donating the land uh it was what set Jamie off because. It was gonna just call like they were they it was gonna allow Lenda Global to potentially sue the state and win and just basically bankrupt Montana. Yeah. And then she says, Sounds like an impeachable offense to me, and he turns and looks at her and says, It is. I, I would have rather it ended there, because to me at least it would have had more like drama to it, like coming back into the season. Yeah. Like this episode was basically them loading up the herd. We don't know where they're going, <laughs> but they're oh, yeah, loading they up the, the Texas Panhandle. They said they said they said oh, whatever. That. Yeah, okay, sure. But they're <laughs> they're they're loading up. They're loading up the herd. Um, Jamie's given a speech about impeaching the father. Um, Beth, you know, Beth goes obviously because she's you know she has no. I forget what I forget what John what I forget what John Dutton said to her after she. Uh, he found out about her beating up the girl at the bar. What did he say? Restra- restraint. I forget exactly what he said to her. Personal restraint. Damn it! I wanted to have that. Um, whatever it was, something around those lines about self control. She has none, so obviously she has to go to Jamie's house, break you know, break into his house, uh, you know, assault <laughs> and assault him. 
uh, and basically threaten him that she's gonna she's gonna send the pictures of him disposing of his father's dead body uh, at the train station. To which he then informs her that, oh, do you not know what the train station is? Do you think I just picked a random road in Wyoming? Guess what? We've been burying the family's been burying dead bodies down there for decades. He says and she your, looks all your, fa- your father's secrets, the whole uh, and your whole family's secrets are all at the bottom of that. Gorge. Yeah, like and she's acting like so shocked as if this is like. Not and every every not only Jamie and and the father both go to her. Beth, where do you where where, where do you think those men that attacked you went? Like where do you, where do you think these people go? That was the best because it was <laughs> like, like you, do, yeah. You think they're really going going on a train ride? Like where do you think these guys go? Um, yeah, she's her. I, I still love the actress because I think she she's brilliant in this role. But like the character of Beth is falling down the power rankings for me. Even oh, her yeah. role, even her role, tightness is just falling off um, oh yeah so now they don't know so now they're at now they're at a um an impasse where someone's gotta either jamie jamie's gotta die or beth and john like, or their side has to die like people there, there's no way to get out of this now somebody's dying so because jamie knows where the bodies are they need to they, they want to keep the ranch beth is just on such a, a tear of hating him and it just it's just ridiculous again the best situation it is what it is um and so that's basically where the season ends uh the mid-season ends where basically john and beth are talking about killing jamie and um and jamie and uh brunette beth are talking about her finding uh people to take out beth and she alludes to well it can't just be beth and he's like that's what i was thinking so john's gotta go too so it's basically who's gonna who's gonna strike first? Um, Cobra Kai's gonna strike first. Yeah, That's and it. I purposely left out the only the only good part of the episode was after the we had another young Rip intro, which again then we, we could talk about our predictions for the second half. Um, basically, him and him him Lloyd and and John Dutton dumping uh, the body of someone that uh, is that Rip, who that other guy was Lloyd. Yeah, it's, that's like that's that's actually that's the actor's son. Actor's son. Yeah, yeah. that's it, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, they they took the body of the, the guy that Rip uh, inadvertently killed um, to the train station and watched him get his brand. And then at, right after the song, we go, "The Legend of Jimmy continues." So we get a Jimmy cameo, which we didn't think we were going to get the, uh, this season. We thought they were gonna, we, we thought they were gonna leave him out of the season uh, and save him for six 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 ranch. Uh, but basically you get to see you got to see Jimmy doing his doing his ranching. He's happy, he's domesticated, living with his girlfriend. Um and to your point, you think that that's setting up that eventually he's gonna play a role with the herd that's coming to Texas, right? Yes. So um so um whenever you're ready. I don't want to interrupt your No, that's your, a recap. Your... That's all I, that's all, that's 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 got my it. recap. I d I didn't miss anything, right? Like I I think you got it. Um, I don't think anything else of value happened. No, I've just been trying to find that John Dutton coat or John John Dutton quote for you the whole time. I was gonna say, and the only uh, between Jimmy and then the other part that was funny was when Beth and Coyote Ugly were like going back and forth with each other about don't drink my stuff. Uh, I won't. I drink scotch, and he, and then Beth goes back at her. Don't eat my peanut, my peanut, my peanut M and M's. I have a peanut allergy. Like that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um. Is it uh? Is it the one about 
I as she got older, I thought she would calm down. Is it that? No, he says he says to her when he finds out about um about her beating the shit out of that girl. And just Beth, let's, no, Beth, let's put the crazy away. No, no, he just he says it specifically to her when he when he sees her for the first time after she gets out of jail because she doesn't know that he knows, and he brings it up to her and he's like self control or something. He some he just says something to her. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah cl- clearly she can't do that or can't listen. Yeah. Okay. So let let's break this down. Okay. Um. Especially here, this this final final episode. So. Off the bat, like. Uh, all right. Let me start here. Beth, Beth, r- running over to Jamie's house, bludgeoning him with with a brick. Like, I I don't like. They're kind of ruining this character a little bit, making her so, like, rash. Yeah. Which, they've not always done that. She's been good when she's doing these business deals and, like, putting the ranch in an easement and, like, all, all this stuff. And, and, like, just being very calculated. Like, we, we've seen her do it. But then they're having her just say and do all of these very emotional, rash things. And it's getting her in a pickle um, by yes. doing this crap, and it it doesn't. I, I don't. It's it. All it does is annoy the audience. I don't know if it's serving the audience well. So I mean, I think most people are still just so Team Beth that like nothing she does like would bother them to that extent. So yeah. So she marches over to Jamie's house, and like they're they're having the argument, and and Jamie, which was great about like. Yeah, Beth. Like those guys who came in your office and tried to blow you up. Like, where do you think they well, went? Well, yeah, John, John, John said that, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get sorry. Your point. Yeah, yeah. John said that. Like, um, Jamie like, was like, all, Jay- all these Jamie... all these people that have ever threatened the ranch. Where do you think they go? Well, he well not only that, but he's he's like, yeah, this this little random uh, pullover on the border of Wyoming and Montana, like, Jay, why don't you just, why don't you just pin drop the coordinates for, for, uh, brunette Beth, you know, <laughs> who's listening, Jamie, like, clearly you guys are shouting this and she's in the house, like, yeah. why would you, why would you do this? And like, Jamie, you obviously has, haven't sold out the, the family yet, which, why is he holding that card? Why wouldn't that be like the first, like, you could clear... I know a quick way to get him impeached. I, I guess maybe since he threw one of the bodies, mm-hmm. he'd be himself, like, imp- be implicating himself. Implicated, but like, yeah, for sure. But now, like, that woman could be like, oh, I don't have to sleep with this guy anymore. I could just... All well, I gotta he's, do is go he, find he, his... he thinks that she's still, like, Team Jamie, and just... Which is ridiculous. But... Yeah, but, yeah, but it's just so dumb. Like... I agree. Why would he... Why, why would he say it loud enough for her to hear? I... I... I agree with you. Because now it, she has something that she could hold over him. Correct. Um, and over over them as well. Yep. Um, I, I agree. So that was annoying. And like the, we talked about this offline, but like this whole thing, like this pity party for Beth, it's like like Beth Beth like throws a fit whenever you know her father like wants companionship and is like with another woman, and it's like because of the you know because her her mother, her mother died, it's like. Hey Beth, you like you're the reason that the mother the mother died, and like so now everyone else has to suffer because you feel guilty about it. And then the you know like the thing with Jamie and and you know the fact that you know she can't have a child because 
you know, when he took her to the for the abortion that she asked him to do, you know, but he took her to the Indian reservation so that nobody, you know, nobody would be able to know that it was her. You know what I mean? That John Dutton's daughter in town, you know, was getting getting an abortion. Um, you know, like, like she's culpable in that. Like, to, but it's like it's like, oh my god, Jamie had a child. Well, not only to... is she culpable, she was specifically slutting herself around to spite Rip. Rip, yeah. Like, not yeah, even exactly. just because, like, oh, I, I'm a kid that made a mistake. Like, you, out of spite of Rip, of or who, like, for whatever reason, she was specifically slutting herself around. Yeah, to hurt him. Yeah, it's like, it's just so ridiculous. And it's like, I, you know, I... I it just to your point, it doesn't. It just doesn't make any sense how like over emotional she's getting with something. Like they're things. they're writing the 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 they're writing the character out of any kind of like. And, may, and again, maybe maybe it'll make sense here when the season ends because maybe 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 they're be they're purposely showing her like not being as savvy and strategic in the way she acts because it's going to lead to somebody dying or maybe she dies because of it. So maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Um. So. That I, I would have rewrote uh, two points in the in the episode, uh, and I, I was actually kind of surprised they didn't go with the way I I was expecting it to. One was uh, when Summer showed her the clip of Jamie, which I guess that was supposed to be the big action, like the big like shock of the episode was Jamie giving the speech. Excuse me, giving the speech, and you were like, I guess the, I know I was like, oh. He actually gave the speech. I for like me and you had discussed that oh maybe maybe, maybe this is the like long maybe con. Him, maybe yeah. him and the father are in cahoots with each other. And yeah, maybe this is the long con. It was like, "Oh, yeah. nope, nope, no long con. He's he went all in on him right that's there." That's why like that's why that's that's to my point here where I'm like I, episode 7 seemed more like a a breaking point. And this seemed more like an opening like opening like the what should have been the premiere of like the mid-season. Yeah, so the back half. So uh, no, you're good. So um, the the one where when Summer shows her the speech and she goes, "That mother effer," and again it's just like, yeah, okay, that's like the most mundane thing you could have. Like what I what I think would have really drove the point home is if she just slowly clicks the laptop, walks over, pours herself a whiskey, slugs it down real quick slams the glass straight down on the floor and is like I'm gonna kill him and because at that point you'd be like oh shit she's actually really gonna kill him yeah like and not march over to his house with a brick like because then you'd be like shit he's actually she's actually gonna kill him and then separately you have Jamie come to the realization that like we have to hire an assassin for Beth and then you'd be like oh shit like they are gonna hire assassins to kill each other yeah, um, that would have been then. Then Ty, uh, Taylor Sheridan could have wrote another spinoff about this assassins crossing paths on the job. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I also would have wrote, uh, rewrote when Beth said we need to kill Jamie. They had John Dutton say nothing, and basically like pan around the banister from down the hallway. Right. I would have. I, I, I actually paused it and said the line out loud to my wife. And she looked at me like, why the hell did you pause and say that? And I'm like, that's what I think he's going to say. 
And the line I would have wrote was, you know, after, again, after a pause, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find a way where that's not true. And, yeah. uh, and then, and then kind of like pan around the corner. But, and again, it just kind of like, leading up to, I guess, our, our confusion on the, the, the cadence of the season. This seemed like a lot of setup, which is fine. You know, it's 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 the cadence of a season, but like, it's an odd break for a mid-season finale because there wasn't a lot of action. Yeah. It was just more setup, and so like, it just yeah. Usually, when shows do a mid-season finale, there's like this like this one big event that then kind of like trampolines and propels the plot and sets it up for the second half, and that like didn't happen. Yeah, that's why I thought Seven did that because you had them. You had you had the you had the bad news that oh shit, like they gotta, you know, they're gonna have to send Rip and half the guys away with the herd, or the herd's gonna die. And then the impeachment idea got floated. Out. Like it just fell out of place. Like where they where they where they um are leaving it up. It was an it's odd break. Yeah, it's not coming back to the summer. Which yeah, to me, it's like six. Months. To me, summer's July. Like that's like six seven months. Like that's a. Like mid seasons, like it, like Walking Dead, right? They would come back in October. It would be done. They'd be done the first half, like the first week of December, and then they'd be back in April. Now, yeah. like like this is this is a long break. Yeah. Um. Wouldn't it? No, they'd be back in like February. They'd finish on Easter. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good point. It wouldn't even be that long. It'd be like a. Because I remember break. them yeah, finishing right. on Easter multiple times, and I'm like, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, like, you're, damn it, you're I don't, spoke. I don't really want to watch like zombie murders on Easter, <laughs> like when I'm trying to celebrate my Lord and Savior, but like, yeah, spot, spot, I, I, yeah. I don't want to miss the finale. So here we are. Yeah, spot on. <laughs> yeah, spot on there. But uh, yeah, so it wasn't even that long of a break. But so this kind of led to our, uh, this kind of led to a discussion where like do you think they meant to have a mid-season finale i don't know man like i'm again i'm 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 still hammering home that like these may be the final episodes of yellowstone they may come out and say that this back half is like the end well, maybe they, I, and see i i think i think your radar is not broken there but i and 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 when you said that i maybe what happened was maybe they were about to like wrap it up but the fact that they took over the lead spot in Cable, and they're doing so well, they were like, maybe they were like, oh shit, like we gotta rewrite this. Like we keep, we keep we, we need to get a couple, we need to get some more mileage out of this. Maybe yeah, we it's just, I don't know because it's so weird because like Paramount doesn't have, um, like it doesn't have like a TV library to like fill the gap here for why you'd have a break. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you, you bring out some new stuff. Like all, all their stuff is on Paramount Plus, which just, you know what I mean? Like it'd be different if like Tulsa King was starting now, right? Do you so it's think like, okay, it was they're, gonna, they're gonna roll, they're gonna roll out eight episodes of Tulsa King and then bring Yellowstone back and like break it up here and there? So it's, it's just weird. I don't know. Do you, I, do you think it was as simple as the weather in Montana? No, because it's I, all winter, like. You, I mean, I'm sure you, you, after five seasons, like, uh, 
you gotta assume that that's they, true. They, I mean, they, it's not it's not like yeah. they're new to this. Like they, yeah, they they know how to work around that. I'd have to. Yeah, I, have to I, assume. I don't know. Maybe or just... maybe they really did plan for it, and this is just the. It's just they they thought it made more sense to to do the break at the idea of the two sides about to kill each other versus whatever. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm I'm thinking there was some kind of rewrite for some reason, whether yeah, whether it was right, what man. you said or like. Maybe something happened in the world with like politics or whatever. I don't yeah, it's know. Weird. I maybe. just, I, yeah, I feel like. Can I you? Like well, maybe they had something like in the world where they were like, oh, like now that this event happened in the world, like. Like the shortage on eggs? <laughs> they're like, there's no way we can have like the whole like main speech in episode 12 be, let's say, like this. And because that would direct, that would seem like we're supporting this political cause. Yeah, you might be right. So I, we need I, to go uh, back and rewrite that. I, that's I think it was something like that, and they were like, and to your point, like, all right, we got to pick somewhere to cut this off. So like, we'll do right right to the point where they they, they say out loud that they have to kill each other. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know. That's that's all I got. But um, a couple other things i guess getting into prediction mode now right for the second half of the season yeah, yeah. So, oh and sorry and the only thing i we should say and i didn't want to because i was like i i can't believe this is gonna happen again uh jamie monica and tater back on the ranch <laughs> they're on they're on the outer east side so it doesn't really count i guess but they're back on the ranch jesus <laughs> yeah so go ahead go ahead well that was a whole different remember that that was a whole different conspiracy theory i had I don't, I don't. I don't even know if we'll go. To, I don't remember how I got there, but maybe we'll we'll get there. Yeah, good. Um, your predict your your how how you think the season will wrap up. So, firstly, with Jimmy, right? So, I was convinced that the 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 Sixes spinoff was going to be the tales of and, and you know Chronicle of Jimmy, the Chronicles of Jimmy. But I'm wondering now because what I think is going to happen is that they're going to tap Jimmy because they rip made reference that whoever the cowboy is played by Taylor Sheridan I forget the character's name said that yeah I can I can spare some ranch hands to come help you babysit the herd in the panhandle which I'm presuming from where the sixes is is like a three or four hour drive I don't know Um, because I'm pretty sure the sixes is down by like in the Dallas area I, I, which again, don't quote me on this. I googled it once. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, I think what's going to happen is Jimmy is gonna that that his girl is gonna be like, Jimmy, stay with me, and he's gonna be like, no. And I think that was the point of showing. Again, they tied it into the story of how Rip got got the brand, but showing it on Jimmy's chest, I think, is going to serve the purpose of, like, Jimmy, like, you have this opportunity at the Sixes because of John Dutton. Like, he needs your help up there with the herd and the panhandle. Like, you got to go up there and babysit John Dutton's herd. And so now he's going to have to leave his, his woman for a period of time. And... Like, look, Jimmy, you're gonna have to get over it. Beth, Beth, and Rip are, are are breaking up over this. Like, you and your girlfriend are gonna have to like, I shouldn't say break long distance. You guys are gonna have to go long distance because of this too. 
Mm-hmm. And then from there, I'm questioning, so does that mean the sixes spin? And it's going to be like a year. They're going to be there for like six to 12 months. And so does that mean the sixes spinoff is going to be not the Chronicles of Jimmy? Is it going to be like, it could be any, I didn't, it didn't really cross my mind until this moment, but like, it could be anything about the sixes. It could I, be I'm like, sure Jimmy's got to be involved to, it could be, it could be the beginning of the sixes. Yeah, to it peak could be, initial, yeah, to peak initial, to peak initial interest. Yeah. You have some kind of tie in. Um, but it could be, it really could be anything about the sixes though. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. But I, I do think that Jimmy uh, – it, it just uh, – I don't know why you would reintroduce Jimmy in the midseason finale if he's not going to come help with the herd coming down yeah. to Texas. Yeah, agreed. Um, Other prediction from there is since they've declared that they have to kill each other, who's going to end up dead? Uh, I still think because they've showed – they've made – they put such an emphasis on – young rip flashbacks and the whole you know you become part of this ranch you die on the ranch or the ranch isn't here anymore i do think i do think rip will die in the crossfires of this war between jamie so you think it's gonna be rip i do i do um i think it's gonna be beth i think that's why they made her character so erratic lately um and just when he said, you know, it's oh, it's it could it could look like uh, an accident, or it could look like a suicide, or it could look like a, a car wreck. Yeah, I think it's going to be something to the effect of either when because she, she said that it's a four-hour flight down there, so either blow up the plane that she's on, <laughs> or on the ride to or from the airport, probably. From the airport to uh, wherever they they have the herd down in Texas, yeah, or maybe maybe from Rip back to the airport. One of those trips down in Texas, they they have a car wreck, but Rip kind of notices that like something's not right, and he sees like a vehicle and somebody escape from the scene or something, hmm. and so then Rip then. And maybe that's the point of showing young Rip how he was—he killed a guy who like dishonored Beth, and so when Beth gets killed, Rip basically kills that guy, and they got to take him to the train station. I then think they obviously pinpointed on Jamie. I think they convinced Jamie that because look, this woman who has overheard the story of the train station, she's got to go now in the eyes of the. Once the Duttons realize that she knows, um, one of two things: either Jamie has to kill her and drop her off at the train station, and then they go, "Yeah, Jamie, look, we told you that we would let you live, but J.K., you're you're not you're not you're not living, and that we we just wanted to make you do something horrible before we killed you. So then they kill Jamie and throw him in the train station." Or maybe this is the setup. Maybe they kill Jamie since he had Beth killed, throw him in the train station, but they don't know that this woman knows about the train station, so that's the loose end that's out there now. It's like 
she knows about the train station, but they don't know that she knows. And that's kind of like leads into the next season. Hmm. Maybe. I just think you, you you never watched 90210, so I can't give you the. Uh, <laughs> the this is this is gonna be like uh, Dylan when Dylan when Dylan gets married to the uh, daughter of the mob the mobster who uh, was responsible for his dad blowing up, and uh, the dad doesn't like him and is gonna kill him, but his wife is driving his car in the rain and ends up getting shot up and dying instead of him. This I I just I feel like you're gonna have some like. Just some scenario where Beth's supposed to be somewhere and Rip ends up there waiting for her and he ends up getting killed instead of her. Gotcha. And it's going to be another Beth, Beth, like erratic breakdown and blaming everybody but herself for, for doing this. That That's how I see it going. Ooh, or maybe sets, maybe Beth sets up something for Jamie, but then Rip goes there. Could be that too. Yeah. And then, and then, of course, Beth would blame Jamie for it, even though she's literally yeah, playing that, 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 that. See that? Now that that would be that would that 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 would be like the you just pulled the Jack the Jack Nicholson there. See, we could do it this way, but we could also we could have Beth set up the murder, and, and that Beth, would be ri- it's that all would be, Beth's fault again. But we're gonna paint it as it was Jamie's fault, and that would be dastardly. Yeah, that we should uh, we should we should email uh, Sheridan immediately with that idea. Yeah, we 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 gotta tweet him. We gotta tweet Sheridan. <laughs> Listen, we know you, we we know you have a, an ending already, but we have a better one. <laughs> oh man, he's gonna fly us out to the sixes. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh man, that's um, gonna be good. Yeah, but I don't see Costner dying. Uh no, no, I agree. I he's not. He's he he could. Um, it, it wouldn't, if, it wouldn't. if they killed Costner, Jamie would have to take on a persona. And I, I never even heard of this, but you sent me the interview of when the actor uh, Luke Grimes was on um, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. And people compared him to Michael Corleone. Yeah. How he doesn't want to be part of it and ends up part, ends like, up part yeah, of it. The, yeah. So, like, if costner ends up dying like casey would have to have an extreme heel turn yeah where he just goes like breaking bad and just just turns into like uh and and like a heartless cold killer yeah i mean something that's happening. actually that's actually a pretty good compare i wonder if like one day sherry be like yeah it's basically the godfather as a western that's what i did <laughs> jamie, jamie jamie's basically fredo Lee was Lee was Sonny, who got killed killed. Oh my in the, gosh! This is so, yeah, we, we really got, do have to tweet Sheridan, huh? Who got who got killed in the war and uh, with with the uh, with the reservation right in the beginning, and now you know long lost, long lost James or long lost uh, Casey's. All we need all. Game. Well, you know what? They could actually do that if if Beth and and John die under a mysterious circumstance, and then next season Casey just. Uh, corners Jamie in Havana and grabs him by the face and goes, I always knew it was you, Jamie. I always knew it was you. <laughs> oh, man. That's, uh, that's good. Look at you with the Havana reference. That's, that's good. That's, that's, for a guy who never remembers anything, that's like such a random detail to remember from the guy. Oh, family. yeah. Excellent. I like that. Well, I, I just always specifically remember that because 
my brother and I for years. <laughs> that's like what, that's what Fredo. that's one of our random greetings is we just grab each other by the face and go. I always knew it was you, Fredo. I always knew it was you. <laughs> oh, poor Freddy. Oh man, I was passed over. <laughs> I'm smart. <laughs> oh, oh, Fredo. Oh, tragic, tragic character. Some, some. Look at us. We're just goofing around. Some real analysis broke out here. Oh, so good. Anyway, um, all right. Well, I think that wraps up everything we had to say on Yellowstone. Uh, I guess overall you were less. I, I le- just. Less I, 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 didn't like I, I was. Well, when they and I'll tell you what the, like the weirdest part was when they had the scene where you know after it pans to the corner, I hit pause on my TV because I'm like, wait a minute, like wait, I was like, there's there's only a, there's a minute left. I was like, how how is this? How are we ending this mid season year? I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I so, know. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I, I liked I liked the season overall, or so far the mid season, the first eight episodes. Like I enjoyed them. I just thought it was just a very lackluster break, like place to go with the break. Yeah, I I I, I don't disagree with that. It was it, it was uh, it was a good it was a good first half of the season. It was a weird. Yeah, weird, tra- weird, weird, point. weird, weird transition point where where they are. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, on that note, I'll, I'll leave it up to you, dealer's choice. Do you want to end this thing or? Yeah, we, we'll we... Do bull. we we watched Bull Train uh, finally as it's been on Netflix over uh, over the holiday break. We'll talk. We'll we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, I agree. That's that's so, a good, good call. Yeah. I want to I want to fully be able to label you as a diesel and not have to not have to rush it like go on prom night. Um. Good go on prom night reference. We were running. We were running out of time. I've been sitting here pacing for three minutes trying to figure out how we're going to work that in there. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, I. My kids watched Thomas the Tank Engine once upon a time, so I was. Enjo- I was <laughs> I've never. I've never. Re- I've never seen it, so I. I was enjoying was like... those references. It was good. <laughs> it was all foreign to me, but I was dying. Yeah. All right, man. Well, good stuff as per usual, and Drew. Happy 2023. Good talk. Good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round. Go on and throw it out, talk about anything that makes you get loud. <laughs>